welcome, welcome. So this is another episode I'm surprised I didn't have first. It's actually going to be an episode on gaming. Going over just a few of my favorites, best music in the games that I've played, and a few other things that I think we'll like talking about. I say we, like it's not just me on this episode as well. <laughs> but as usual, if you end up liking this episode, make sure you check out the polls at the end if you are listening on Spotify. And if you also like it enough to share, I appreciate that too. Now, I gotta start off with some of the classics. And I was talking to one of my friends at church, and he reminded me that I forgot about two of the classics. So I'm starting with those first. And then we'll go to my list SmackDown versus Raw, first of all. I had a couple other games that, like, on this list that I feel like can ruin friendships, <laughs> make a cousin, a very distant cousin after a few matches, but SmackDown versus Raw was the epitome of that because those backstage brawls, the Hell in the Cell matches, they got very, very personal. <laughs> Especially once you figured out who your favorite wrestler was. Like for me it was Randy Orton. Like I know some of my cousins listening to this right now are probably gonna remember all the RKOs that I have dropped on y'all and I'm sorry. I really am. I realize how much of a maniac we were at that age, but like, I, I know I'm not the only one. We've all seen the RDC Royal videos, but no, just the Royal Rumbles, like how fun that was having like all the homies there, just everybody in the family there with like four controllers, three controllers doing Royal Rumbles. Like those were definitely some good moments. And then the character creation on SmackDown versus Raw was just insane. The storyline was just each year I feel like was just eh, but now that creation that you had, the amount of things you can change and edit was was crazy. So I'm definitely upset I forgot about those two, but <laughs> SmackDown versus Raw was definitely and not even just SmackDown versus Raw, but the other um man, what was that other one? There was one on like GameCube that I um, played a lot. I'll think of that later and put that in the um, description too. No, Day of Reckoning, that's what it was. I know y'all remember that one on GameCube. That was the first like real wrestling game that like I actually got into and then I found SmackDown vs. Raw, but Day of Reckoning was ridiculous on GameCube. Uh, but some of my classics that I had together before <laughs> Malik showed me I forgot about those two were um, NFL Street, like the moments of getting those game breakers in game was was ridiculous, and like the off the wall catches, like slamming them off the wall, especially in like I think it was three where they had the uh, the posters you had to like do tricks off of or tackle somebody into. Like I still to this day play NFL Street. Like that game is is timeless. Like if they make a new one. Um, that's going to be a game that I'm calling out for just to play because I'm going to put some, some solid hours into a new NFL streak. But I don't know. I just feel like that, that game is one of those ones you can play for hours. I remember how many cousins I've beaten that, how many L's I've taken to like the older cousins and the uncles in NFL Street. Like we have, I've been playing that game since I was in Detroit. So NFL Street definitely has to be the first one. Um, Especially when they started doing like those across the town thing where you gotta beat every team and collect all the yeah, 
and, and then the soundtracks on there. Yeah, NFL Street definitely has to be the first one. And then I think next on my list definitely have to be like most of the Tony Hawk games, but I honestly didn't even get into that series early either. Because for me, it was mostly just the maps that I got attracted to. And I think for me, it was like um, American Wasteland, Underground 1 and 2. Because um, I really wasn't even a pro skater fan until the remaster came out, to be honest. But it was mostly, like I said, Underground. That was definitely, that's probably my favorite. Either that or American Wasteland. But Tony Hawk was definitely those those games that like I have put so many hours into and another game that i still play to this day of course the remastered whenever they fix the servers or address that we can and i'm not using my phone hotspot and anyone who's been playing the pro skater one and two knows what i'm talking about and those who don't and if you're wondering why you can't go online anymore it's because apparently the only known fix for that is using your phone personal hotspot because something with the servers and strict and uh, like NAT types and all that. But I'm not doing all that just to play Tony Hawk. But at the same time, like, I miss playing Tony Hawk. So <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, they're saying that's the only workaround to even get online. And they refuse to even acknowledge it. But that's why I'm about to go back to McKay's and get an actual PS2 that works and just go buy all those games again. And for anybody else who does live in NC, or I don't even think they're out of the state, but if you have an Edward McKay's near you, and you're looking for any retro game, you need to go there and check, because I'm telling you, nine times out of ten, they'll have it. Like, I don't know. McKay's has just been, like, a place for so many hidden gems for me, from, like, DVDs, movies, CDs, like, and games, even just, like, anything. They sell, like, everything in that store, so... I would definitely just check it out if you're looking for anything that's not even, not even just like electronics or media-wise. Books as well. Um, they do have like actual CDs there too. I found a Lupe Fiasco CD and I got uh, Andre, not Andre 3000. I actually got an Outcast CD from there too for like $6 each. So they don't, they, have, they, don't, they never run out. They never run out of stuff. Even like the record collection they have in the case is amazing. So I would definitely recommend checking them out if you haven't. Because you'll definitely find Tony Hawk. You'll definitely find a copy of NFL Street. And probably every other game that I'm going to mention. But uh, you have to check them out. Because they have consoles from like Dreamcast to like Game Boy Colors. Like all kinds of stuff. But back to the game. But Tony Hawk was one of those things that like <laughs> got so many people on a skateboard for the first time whether it turned out to be like six minutes or six years, like we all wanted to try skating playing Tony Hawk. And I think that was one of the things that got so addicting about the game is it made you want to get out and do something. But even still to this day, I can probably do three, maybe two tricks consi like consistently. So I really haven't improved with it, but it's still just as therapeutic with no, with almost no skill. So it's just that fact alone that again, shows you how good that game is because if it wasn't for Tony Hawk, I don't think I probably ever really would have skated as much. Because um, I think I had my first board. Oh, I remember that. My first board was when they had those scooter and skateboard combinations where you <laughs> had to put up the kickstand to your scooter and then you had a skateboard. That was my first one. 
and that was like when I was heavily into Tony Hawk. So now that I think about it, I was playing those pro skaters and stuff a lot earlier. I just visually had a whole year of my life come back to me. But yeah, so I played Tony Hawk a lot earlier than that I think about it because I had them on the Game Boys, on the Colors especially. Yeah, totally forgot about a whole block of my life. Yeah, I was on Tony Hawk my whole life apparently. <laughs> but like I said, it was mainly just the fact that it made you want to go skate, made you want to get out the house, and just how much fun you can have in that game for just 12 hours straight if your parents will let you. <laughs> this next one is a frustrating franchise, but it's the best we got, man. Uh, NBA 2K. Like I said, everyone who plays this game has been playing it since like. 2k5 at least you you know how far we've come but how much more they can be doing i hope 24 they don't waste kobe's name because um i promise you this really i know we all say this every year but dog i'm serious if 24 is not it i'm done buying this game i will wait patiently for an nba live if they do not start listening <clears throat> i'm tired of this pay to play Especially in my team. That's all I play is my team. Like, the only reason that I like that so much more than, like, I'm not saying that I don't play my career. Like, I got to, like, what, 92-something? Like, 92, 93 my last player for this year. But that was just to get them up there. I really play on my team more and put more into it. Just because, like, think about it. Like, how bad John Moran would want to dunk on somebody like Yao Ming. And then the fact that I can create that moment <laughs> in game for this nigga, like, yeah, that's that's dope. But and then not even just that, like people like having like Ja and Yao on the same team. You can do that in my team. And it's just the fact that you can pick literally if you still have like some NBA cards around the house and like a little box somewhere, you can legit probably pull out your like your lineup that you would have and find it in my team, especially 23. Because you have, like I said, people from, like, Ja, like, Yao, um, Larry Bird, like, Allen Iverson. And they have, like, I'm not going to say so many different types of cards for everybody, but most people have a few cards. So, like, for example, Larry Bird, they'll have him, like, in his prime. And then they'll have, like, the entry Larry Bird, or at least try to. Like, I'm not saying all these cards play the same way that they should, because most of them are literally just skins. But there are a couple that really stick out every like every single pack drop. So if you haven't started out my team, but you do have like some NBA cards or you thought about like the cold collecting thing, especially if you're like fantasy basketball or sports, like you're gonna like my team too. So I would definitely check that out. But if if they don't also improve that in 24, like, yeah, I don't know about Cause I'm tired of also just how back and forth this game has become because the only people who complain and i'm gonna I'm say this now so i have put this out there publicly as well because this needs to be stated um for those who complain about off ball and you run back and forth as soon as someone gets to you shut up like y'all are the main ones talking about we're not playing defense but you're not playing actual offense because i will stay on that center for four quarters 
if you're out here with the staff running back and forth. But if you're playing basketball, I'm going to switch. And like I said, it's only the people who actually run back and forth that complain about it. Because if you're actually playing ball, there are going to be points where you need to switch to a certain player, especially somebody on a cut. Because we know, especially in 23, they don't know how to respond to pick and rolls, for example. So, like, I just, I just wanted to publicly say that, like, y'all suck. That is not a reason to talk about anybody's defense. And every single time I have heard it, it was somebody who was losing. Like, you, you say it as if you're winning, and that's why I'm playing off-ball. No, I'm playing off-ball because you're running back and forth with the Steph Curry. So, please take that out of the arguments, because if I get that in my inbox one more time, I'm a... <clears throat> But also just like even with the courts that you can create in 2K, like in my team, like it is ridiculous. Like the designs, the sound effects, the jerseys you can create, like you can go ahead and like even create your own logo online, upload it in the game. Of course, you know, you can do your face scans, but you can do like actual logos and stuff like that. So you can find like memes you can put on your court and stuff like that too. So now it's dope. If you haven't tried my team, I would really really try because you're going to get addicted and um, anyone who starts it before you get the new 2k do not buy DC or my team points because it really would be a waste right now because <laughs> they're, they're claiming that the whole market for for 2k's uh, my team this year is going to be different so we'll we'll see about that timeless gym is the Warriors games. Now, I played that one first on PSP and then watched the movie and then played it on PS2 again. But I, I can literally play that, not even just the rumble modes, but like I can play that story through like 14 more times and still be satisfied. Because it's just like, that game, like especially when you watch the movie, I like how that one on the, on the surface looks like a typical game, like about gangs or like I guess the ratchet side of it you can say or whatever the case may be but it kind of shows you that most gangs are really about a brotherhood are about supporting each other and that's one of the things that bothers me about the way gangs are looked at these days like if you do your research you'll and I don't mean too many research but real digging you'll see that especially when it comes to Bloods and Crips for example they were created out of brotherhood, not out of some, let's go get this dude over here. Like, no. And I don't know. That's just one of the things that you kind of get from that game. But what they'll do for their brothers and stuff like that. And then there was no really, like, glorifying aspect to it. And they also has some amazing music in that game. Especially the actors in the movie. Like, yeah, it is definitely a good one to play. Because I've been playing that with my cousins, too. Unlike the split screen playing and just like taking turns on the story mode like yeah we have all put like i know y'all remember I don't, I don't think if i played it with like derek and isaiah and all of them i don't think we were there yet but i think back in the day with like jeremy we may have played it or somewhere yeah i know it was <laughs> in rotation a lot as well and that's another one that I'm getting when I go get another PS2 matter of fact I might do that over the next couple of days because I really need these games back 
it was definitely just one of those games that I don't know. I never stopped playing because I remember I think that's one that my dad had tried out on PSP as well when I had it because one of the first games him and I played were like the motocross versus ATV games on PSP. Like when they first came out, I remember him like I went to go visit him at his house one day. He had uh, I think like a PlayStation and I had the PSP, but all he did was like take turns on the <laughs> motocross game for like hours one day. And I still have like that game as well on PSP with no PSP anymore because the one I had, I don't even know if I lost it or sold it at this point, but yeah, I definitely need to build my collection back up and SmackDown versus Ball, uh, Warriors, I might have to go back and get some more old 2Ks, definitely buying almost every Tony Hawk, NFL Street went through like <laughs> three, like all of them, and then another one that I forgot about is Midnight Club, like, and I really don't think there needs to be much said about Midnight Club other than the adrenaline, the soundtrack, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> now, for this segment, I'm going to do two. I'm going to do the song of the day because it also ties into the best soundtrack. Because to me, music is um, impactful everywhere, especially in these games. I realized that because. I don't know if y'all have played Max Payne 3. Um, if you haven't, another one I would go by because it's cheap at places like McKay's because people don't know how good that story is. Well, no, honestly, once you play the story a few times, it really is just something you're going to sit and stare at and admire. But anyway, like the, the soundtrack in that game from start to finish is amazing. Um, and actually, the song of the day, this episode is going to be Tears by Health because... I didn't want to spoil it, but that song is in Max Payne 3. And when it comes on, like you, one, you're going to feel that that beat in your soul. And when you look down at that controller again, look back up at that screen when that song is on, you're going to feel like Jesus, okay? And, <laughs> like, I don't know how many times I went back and played that mission just to hear that song and then download it. Like, it's still on my phone every like to this day and i haven't played that game in like years but no max Payne 3 definitely had the best soundtrack and health definitely has the song of the day with tears because that song has been on repeat it's been in my top 10 songs every year probably since <laughs> since i played max Payne. so if you haven't heard health um if you haven't heard their song tears then you definitely need to go check it out and if you haven't played Max Payne 3, or just like, if you don't care about spoilers, look up the tears scene in Max Payne 3 on YouTube, and then you'll understand. <clears throat> just picture yourself playing through that scene. It was like, I've never seen a bass drop executed so well in a video game. It made me want to like destroy everything in sight. <laughs> but no, again, best soundtrack definitely has to go to Max Payne 3, and song of the day is definitely Tears by Health, because... Not only was it like at the climax of Max Payne 3, but it's literally like one of the best songs I have heard in my entire life. So, 
I don't know, Last of Us was also a really good one for that too, with the music and the way they executed it, but not not like Max Payne. They carried the adrenaline a little bit better than like No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. They did not carry the adrenaline better than than Last of Us carried the <laughs> the sadness. That's definitely not true because I was I was ready to kill for Ellie, I promise you. Like not about naming my daughter Ellie. You understand me? Like that's how attached to that game I was. It's just like <laughs> So for best multiplayer, um, it's definitely gonna be one of the Call of Duty games. I don't, I don't think that's a hard decision at all as far as which franchise the best multiplayer in my opinion. But I am stuck on Modern Warfare two or three because, like, first of all, no other game comes to mind when I think about like after school, <laughs> like dropping my book bag off and just booting up the three sixty or PS three, whatever it was. To play Modern Warfare was just an unmatched feeling. Like, it will never be matched. Like, just the rage of your enemies when you get these AC-130s. And I think I've really only ever gotten, like, two nukes in my Call of Duty history. But just the feeling of of just pooping on these kids is it's amazing. Especially with, like how we have um, the remasters now because I don't know why people don't like shipment so much but I'm still in love with that map dropping like 60 70 kills and having the time of my life like I love that map um, but yeah definitely Call of Duty for the best multiplayer because I remember when like the the squatting first came out and I think I was back in high school when I had my first like real team battle, I guess, because a few of my friends actually battled. I wonder if they remember this. Like, <laughs> we were at Smith, and I think it was like Chris. And yeah, we yeah we went against his team in like I think Modern Warfare One or something, because we were on one of those like basic classic maps. I forgot what it's called though, but I remember like my team going against his and just like that nostalgic feeling like talking trash all day in school just to get home and have that match on like favela or something like bruh call of duty is definitely the best multiplayer and if you've been gaming for over a decade and you don't agree then we we can't be friends to be honest <laughs> So I went over some of the general classics, but I want to dig a little bit deeper, like I said, into my favorites. Um, of course, you got the NBA 2K series. I think I started in like 2K5, to be honest. Stopped until like a couple. I think I played live for a while and then picked back up in like 2K8 or 7. Because I was like, one filling it for a while, but I switched back to it. And then, of course, like the NBA Streets. Um, like I mentioned earlier, Tony Hawk Underground 1 and 2, American Wasteland, but can't forget about Proving Ground and Project 8, but some of my other favorites are like Max Payne 3, GTA of course, 
Um, just like I said, the motocross versus AT, ATV games, me and my dad played those a lot. But some of the other stuff, like the PSP days, were like the Fight Night, um, those Siphon Filter games. I don't know if y'all remember those, but Logan Shadow was the one that I played a lot. I think that was one of the first actual like shooting games I got into, to be honest, was Logan Shadow. But especially like a first-person shooter. But if I had to, I guess, say my top three, um, I would do as number three would be Skate, like the just the original EA Skate. Because, like, one, when I talked about Tony Hawk, like, making you want to get out and skate, this game, this series took it to a whole other level just because of how realistic it was. Like, I feel like it made you kind of, at least for me with hill flips, I probably would not have gotten them down if it wasn't for this game. So with stuff like that and just how beautiful some of these, well, most if not all these cities were in the original Skate and Skate 2 especially, like that, that game definitely made me get out there and like just skating in places like California or other like historic skate spots like Jersey somewhere, whatever the case may be, like actually being able to skate there in this game felt like sometimes you were actually there at that spot so i mean that's definitely my top three because another game that i have put months of time into at this point probably because i'm probably gonna put that again at some point this week so definitely gotta start with with skate and i think number two i don't know if y'all are gonna remember it but it's I think this game was on like Dreamcast, if I'm not mistaken. But it's called Jet Set Radio Future. And this game was so addictive because think about like a skate, like EA skate kind of map, but you're on rollerblades, but you can actually get into every little nook and cranny of the map that you want to get into. It's like one of those games. But it was like I said, one of the old ones on Dreamcast. And it surprised me because of stuff like that. Like, being able to really get to everything, grind on everything, like, that game was ridiculously fun. Like, if you had never heard of that game, look it up on YouTube. That's another game that I would go to McKay's for, pick up a Dreamcast just to play. You know what? I'm doing that. I think I saw a Dreamcast last time I was in there, so. But that game was just, like, it made me want to try out rollerblading, and now, pretty decent at that. I'm probably, honestly, better at rollerblading than I am at skating. So, like skateboarding, but that game was, was amazing. And playing it, even if you've never played the game before, it's going to feel nostalgic when you finally do. It's, I feel like, especially if you haven't played it, it'll, make, it'll feel more nostalgic because, like, when I play it, it's, it puts me back into, like, the high school days because, like, the music, just the way the game looks. And it's, like, one of those Dreamcast games that somehow had amazing graphics. Like, it, bruh. Even the physics were down at that point. I promise you, if you've never heard it or heard about it or played it, I guarantee you it will be worth you going to get a Dreamcast and then and then buying that game. And if you don't agree, I, I would pay. I would pay for you that Dreamcast. <laughs> but I think number one is definitely going to be The Last of Us. And I mean the original. Because... That was honestly the first story mode or like campaign, I guess you can say, that really struck me. Because I know everybody who played that game, <clears throat> excuse me, I know everybody who played that game 
developed a genuine love for Ellie. Um, and if you tell me you didn't, then you're either lying or you're a sociopath because that girl went through a lot. <laughs> and I don't know. Like, how would you feel knowing that? You know what? I don't even want to give any spoilers. Just that girl had to do a lot. And she did it. She did it. And being able to control all of that was empowering. And that was the story that, like, I would watch other people play just to watch the actual story to it as if it's a movie. And I don't do that often. I don't watch people play games unless it's, like, a few YouTubers. But that was the first game I actually started watching. And I think that was one of the first games I started playing, like, online with two outside of, like, Call of Duty. Because I didn't even know Last of Us had an online mode, bruh. So, like, I had had the game playing the story over and over again for a while. And then one of my friends was like, you trying to go online? And I was like, what? I'm thinking I had to, like, <laughs> only play campaign on that game for probably a good, like, four or five months, to be honest. That's all I, that's all I did, just playing the story over and over again, seeing what I missed. And, yeah, it's definitely my top three. Because Last of Us is definitely the best storyline in a game period like hands down some of the things that i do wish my favorite games had though were like gta level cheat codes on more games like because they were just like a really fun or why i can't talk a really fun way to like surprise a friend or like a sibling the next time you played with them or just like honestly calm yourself down or finally get that high score or just pass that mission you've been trying to over and over again but no like just imagine cheat codes in like different games like mario kart if they had crazy cheats to get like unlimited like <laughs> things to throw like that would be ridiculous um how much that would have amplified those family nights with Mario Kart. Definitely would have been some some distant family members created because of that. Because I know my family would have had some issues. We 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 get serious over Uno. Um, Chico's and Mario would, would not be okay with us. Because mostly when you have cheats now, it's just for like money or some kind of like instant material thing. But I wish we had more like customization cheat codes because like, if you don't give us these Easter egg type things to find outfits and stuff like that, you could also give me a list of um, cheat codes to quickly type the stuff in. And I like how games are just kind of fading away from that overall. Also, like, blocking out or trying to make modding as hard as possible for some of these games. When the stuff we want to change is nine times out of ten something that should have been in the game or it should just be a new update it's never something ridiculous unless it's gta because some of the mods are <laughs> way too much but not even just games like that for customization think about like if zelda or like final fantasy had like more cheat codes and stuff like that and like i want to say a little bit less of a again easter egg easter egg fashion type of game but i don't know just more cheat codes that can help you on these games um like back in the day because i know like i said pulling out the unlimited weapon cheat for your cousins i don't know about y'all that was the best moment 
like pulling out that piece of paper you wrote in school with all the cheat codes. <laughs> Holding that thing like it was gold until you got back in front of that counter to type those things in. Like I know y'all remember those days, bruh. Like that that piece of paper was was life. But I don't know. I know like another thing we've been asking for with these these gamers, um not gamers, sorry, these game developers are more of like a community oriented gaming style some of these franchises because i like how the new skate series um the one that they're pushing out now they have like a much deeper focus on making the game fun for like friends for like groups of people and i mean just from like general movements being set up in a way to create more memories and do more things than just skating but um even the way that we share and create stuff on that game there you can tell they're making it be more inclusive to people not to do stuff by yourself so i think we need more games like that like building more communities especially when it comes to these stories because a lot of these like um kind of play as you go storylines would definitely be a lot better with multiple people like more games with lobbies that you can hop into to decide like freddy versus jason like when that game first came out it was amazing just because that whole thing is just still fun to this day but after a while it just gets boring because they again don't add more to stuff like that like if they don't fix tony hawk soon i'm gonna have some problems but also with games like that <laughs> they need to fix these horror games because they could definitely be a lot better i don't know but just a little bit of wishful thinking from these games more cheat codes and more of a community-based experience for some of these series of franchises i want to take a quick moment here to address spouses of gamers whether it's male or female i know there are some men out there who like get upset because <laughs> they're girl games yeah but to both genders like i know a lot of people feel like um it's an escape to kind of get away or most of y'all just wonder why we can play 2k all day like when we're off or whatever the game may be like it can be the best escape in therapy but most women think that it's like an escape to kind of avoid them or like avoiding our spouse in general and that's honestly very rarely the case unless there's like a legit argument being had or like something like that but no like sometimes we just want to play the game and a lot of us we just want to play the game 24 7 sometimes because that's just what we grew up on but honestly if you just give us like a hey can i play once or something like that instead of like why are you about to play the game again you would see not only how different the conversation will go but how much more can come out of that because one you'll probably understand why they like are gaming so much you can probably have a conversation instead of just being mad about it um, but honestly you can become the person they're talking to that they usually would be talking to in the headset because it's sitting there talking to us while we're playing the game is something that most spouses don't think about like you can still do that they think that all men or all people who game need to be like isolated while we do but no we don't at least me like i can have a conversation while i'm playing in some points of course like if it's like last quarter and i'm down by like six like <laughs> i gotta focus but no like most of us we can 
have a conversation with you while playing most of these games. So it's not always like to alienate ourselves. And like I said, unless something is like actually going on. So um, I don't know. I always feel that I felt that in some relationships and I see that a lot like in, on social media. So I just really think about like if that's really why they're doing it. Because I promise you oftentimes that's not the case. And you can still talk to us about like the wedding plans, like the dinner date. Like matter of fact, like if you come talk to us while we're playing the game, that might be the time that that dinner date y'all been trying to plan for the past like two weeks actually gets planned out because he's having to the game talking to you about whatever the case may be. Y'all may actually pick the conversation up, pick a, uh, a place to go, time and everything. And before you know it, you didn't actually finish planning the date out and then they cut the game off and y'all go to that actual like date y'all have planned. So just like I said, it's using that as a time to kind of talk if that's what your person does. If they're into gaming, like see if you can spend that time with them too. So I don't know. I just feel like that's the the stigma gaming has. We use it as an escape to alienate ourselves. But like for me, it definitely was an escape because like even to this day, sometimes it is, but it's never really in a negative way. So really think we gotta we gotta take that out of our heads now like i said there are some people who do need to game by themselves so <laughs> don't come mad at me because you tried to go sit with them and they were like nah i'm good whatever but <laughs> like i said it's worth a shot because most gamers like i said are are able to talk and willing to talk especially if that's somebody you care about but i don't know i feel like especially not even thinking about how family oriented most games are anyway especially the more popular ones, to be honest, like, when you think about it, like, there are people in, like, their 80s playing Call of Duty, people in there, like, who are, like, 10, 12 years old playing it, so, the whole family, too, so, and a lot of girls play Call of Duty, so, I mean, you'd be surprised, like I said, how much you may end up liking one of these games, especially some of the tribal ones, I see a lot of girls getting into gaming just because of a racing game or something like that, or, like, Mario Kart gets them, and then they find other games, too, so, like I said, my main thing is keep in mind it's not necessarily an escape from you, but an escape from the day we just had. So you coming into that for most games will definitely help in that moment. And like I said, it can probably knock out plan that dinner day y'all forgot to plan. <laughs> So we talked about a few of my favorites. I hope if you haven't heard any of those or heard about any of those, you are able to go try them out because I promise you, they're all amazing games that will make you feel like you're a child again. <laughs> but I said, talked about what I would wish some of these games would have. And that's one of the things that I'm going to have in one of the polls for you guys afterwards. Like I said, those who are listening on Spotify, that'll be one of the questions. What you wish some of these games had coming up? Um, what some of your favorites were and stuff like that as well too but also talked about why gaming can be like I said an escape but like I said it also is just peaceful just being able to control a whole person's day or life or sometimes to an extent create a whole different version of yourself people who don't play video games to understand how therapeutic that is like you can, like I said, literally forget about a day you just had and start over in some of these video games. And that will help some of us come back to life and be good now. So 
and, and definitely is something that can be an escape. But like I said, it's not always a a negative way of escaping, I guess. But it definitely can be like a deep fulfilling escape too. Um, like I said, you can really create who you want to be and do what you want to do in some games. In others, you can literally play through your dreams or like fantasies with stuff like Grand Theft Auto. Or like I said before, even though the game title or it from the outside insinuates one thing, like GTA people think that it's just a game filled of crime. Like, granted, it is if you choose to do all that stuff, but honestly, most people who play GTA like consistently at this point are more into like a role play type of experience with it. It's not going around doing crazy stuff. The PC GTA community is, is insane because it's a whole community of like literal people living their lives out sometimes on this game and people people take it serious. Like with the modding that GTA has gone through, like I said earlier, from like the Hulk mods to just <laughs> GTA has come a long way, man. But I don't know. I just feel like that, that's also a game that, that gets a lot of slap. Because GTA has probably also inspired a lot of people to make money, for example, to also probably like get into racing, get them out of something bad they were doing. Because I know we all like driving in GTA just because of like the adrenaline. But that's why I like games as well, too. If it wasn't for these racing games, I wouldn't like driving as much when like skating, basketball, like being able to reenact those moments, like just being able to play with like my dad, for example, because I saw like how in 22, 2K24, they're trying to be more nostalgic with that too and do more of like an era type of thing. So for example, like the actual LeBron era, the Melo era, AI, stuff like that. If it's actual eras to where they play the way that they play in that area and not one of these my team skins then that would be very nostalgic to sit with my dad and like really go back to like the bad boy pistons era with us holding the controllers that would be dope so like and that's another reason why it's, i say like it is a good escape but not the negative because just sitting there reliving moments like that is also why a lot of us play these games so just wanted to help kind of ease some of the people who may be listening and may be on the edge about espouse gaming, but I promise you, it's not negative. Nine times out of ten, if you ask them to talk while they're playing, they probably will. And like I said, while you're talking, you might get a couple things done, to be honest, while they're playing a couple quarters. Inside, but I'm seeing 
and sunshine I'm a name old two, but I'm ducking one time Still alive cause I ain't committed suicide that one time Believed in God the whole time, but I ignored the wrong signs Hard to see the good like going blind in both eyes Made friends with the clouds cause I stay high Still motivated, grinding while the sunrise Grinding while the sunset, till my mama sun die I got my pants